0: Hi! Hey, what's
1: up? Okay, are you ready?
0: Can we do this? Yeah, yeah, it's recording. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 20. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um. Okay, wait, hold on, though. We need to, like... We need to have a moment of congratulatory that you just figured out. We just... We just came together and technically figured this out.
1: I mean, sharing is caring. Friends, friends do things together. <laughs> um, I don't. It's good though. We we we're here now, so I think let's like live in the moment. You know,
0: we're all about living in the moment in 2022. Um, something, yeah, like we, you know, it's been a bit of a break. Like we said, this podcast does not follow a linear structure. It's kind of just, you know, we're we're free-balling it.
1: Only fluidity, fans. Only fluidity, okay? We're being very (laughs) fluid with this. We're very podcast fluid. Um, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's been a month. No, more than a month. I think that we have a lot of catching up to do. What what I think we need to do is really (laughs) have a focus. (laughs) But I want to know, James, wait, before we get into it, though. James, how are you?
0: Yeah. You know what? I, I'm i actually, I'm doing really good. Um, I think, like, I've now been here in Toronto for almost five months, and I think I'm coming over the hump. And then also, too, with just, like, the literally, weather. Literally coming over the hump or figuratively? I'm, I'm literally C-U-M-M-I-N-G, the hump, okay? <laughs> um stupid and (laughs) i think just with like you know the change in weather like spring is a time of transition as they say and the ice is defrosting and so is my heart because i'm falling in love with this city (laughs)
1: Really? Is that true? Is that a true statement? Or are you just being facetious?
0: No, like, I I, I genuinely have, like, such a better sense of, like, what to do here, where things are. I'm, like, feeling better about meeting people here. And, like, I think it's just for the past week, I've felt more um, excitement in the possibilities here, I guess, you know? And... (laughs) I I I don't know. Like I, just, I know that sounds so cheesy, but like I and who knows? Check in with me in a couple months, I could be like back in a dip. But right now in this past week and I'm I've been feeling I've been feeling great. But like okay,
1: so I'm like what's the shift? Like what have you done? Like what what are the situations you're talking about that are like helping what's you? Like shift? it's like it was very bro- <laughs> your statement was so broad. Like what does that mean? Like what like what shifted?
0: Um I think I'm just like being pushed out of my comfort zone, especially with the with the meeting people thing, right? Like, in living in Vancouver, like I didn't need to make friends. Like I had you, yeah. <laughs> no, but like I didn't I didn't have to like flex <laughs> Me, that my, muscle, my many personalities. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, but like I didn't have to flex that muscle of like having to meet new people in a very long time, and it's it's definitely uncomfortable. Like, um. But, um, yeah, I think it's just as like also too with just like coming out of lockdown and things being open again, everyone is down. I don't know, like everyone's down to clown. But yeah, I don't know what the shift is like. I I I, I honestly think that the shift is just like getting more comfortable here. Yeah, and. You know, it's it's like, okay, this is my life here, right? Like, let's like, let's have some fun.
1: Can I be really honest with you? And like, this is for the viewers too. Like, this is the tea. I was really thinking you were gonna come home. I honestly was, and I'm mm. saying this out of love, like you probably chose the worst time to move to Toronto in the middle of (laughs) and I'm being open with you in the middle of like this, the fucking lockdown, the weather, everything, right? Like I go on and on and on. And I'm like really impressed in the fact of you are standing to your commitment. And I know like shit's been really tough, but I'm like really excited to hear you say that you, there's like a change. Like, I think Mm -hmm. the reason why you left was because you wanted a new life in a sense. Right. I don't want to put words in, yeah. your, in your mouth, but it's really cool. Well, I, th- I, I think you need to celebrate yourself. I really do. I think, you know what? Everyone take yeah. a moment and celebrate James for Whee! going after something, <laughs> getting uncomfortable. What's well, true, right? Getting uncomfortable, even yeah. more uncomfortable than you are. We have been in this past couple of years, like you did it. So yeah. that's really cool. I
0: celebrate you, my friend. Well, and yeah, that's like interesting. You say that because me and my boyfriend were having a discussion like the other day where, they were kind of saying, they were like, yeah, like I've been here for eight months and I feel like I haven't really like done anything. And then we kind of like, they had a moment of reflection of like, no, like I have, like, I've been putting in like the work with our relationship and like our life here. And like, yeah, they've done a lot. I've done a lot. Like moving is not, is not easy, but that's so interesting. You say look how how much time did you give me? How much time did you think I was gonna last year before I was like fuck no? Like I'm coming back.
1: Oh, I don't know if I want to go there, but I think there was definitely like a sense of me being like in the back of my mind, be like, oh, like this is a big shift, right? But I never doubted that you I never doubted that you wouldn't do it. I was just like, I think he's gonna come home. And I remember talking to one of our mutual friends and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna come home at some point. And I think you still will, oh my but I God. think but I don't think there's like a time frame, and I don't like you know I'm not talking behind your back.
0: I was just like no no no. It's coming I think, from a place of it? like who was it?
1: That doesn't. That's neither here who nor was there. It? That's this is like months ago. Anyways.
0: But at the end of the day, like months ago, I moved here months ago. It doesn't matter. I know two two de- week, two weeks out of the gate, you're like he's coming home. He's the definitely day, coming home.
1: The day you move, better better call of, for you all to drive. Ah, yeah. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a return? Do you have your return ticket booked or what? No,
1: uh, stop. It wasn't like that. But I I literally was gonna. I said that, and I think you still will come back. But I think you're giving yourself the space to explore. So you.
0: But the thing is, it's like. Uh, yeah. Whether I decide to come back or not, Vancouver will always be there. I will always say Vancouver is like my home. But in, I'm like it's going by so fast already that I've coming up. I'm coming up on like half a year, yeah. And then it's it's just it's gonna go by so fast. So I want to really take it all in and not have any kind of like, well, I'm gonna give it two years and then and then I'll wait and see. Like I kind of just want to see how everything pans out and I feel like that's really it's exciting
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah um but it's so yeah like it's interesting that you say like oh like I moved here at the worst time because my thinking was well I moved right away because one I just didn't want to do long distance anymore with my boyfriend but Two, I was like, if I leave Vancouver in November, like that's also the shittiest time in Vancouver, right? Like because if I had left like last May or June when it starts to get nice, then I would yeah. constantly be in tears like, oh my God, I miss Vancouver so much. but I think it was it was an opportune time to m- move in November because then I was kind of distracted with like the holidays and everything and now coming out of winter and seeing like, the light at the you end know, of the tunnel, the grass uh, uh, under all the snow here. But yeah, it's funny because like at the beginning of March, I th- we had a day here where it was like 16 degrees and super sunny, and I was like, "This is it, this is it!" Like we're in summer. And then two days later, it snowed. So you know, the very unpredictable the weather here. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I think I think thank you for those words, and I think yeah, something to celebrate.
1: Get Moving's not easy.
0: I know. Yeah, it's true. What's the biggest move you've ever done?
1: Um, probably to Asia when I was living in mainland China. But I really didn't bring anything with me. It was just like myself and then my clothes. Like it, it wasn't necessarily I didn't it wasn't permanent for me. So I think You like, lived
0: in Hong Kong, right?
1: I no, I lived in uh Hangzhou, which is in the Zhejiang province. It was two hours yeah. outside of Shanghai. Um and it was one of those things where it was, like, I knew, like, I didn't bring anything. Like, I didn't have to bring a chair. I didn't bring any of that. Like, everything was there for me. So it, went, it was hard. But I can imagine if I had to, like, bring my whole life with me, that would be a completely different story. So I think that it was difficult. But mm. not, not like, the full move experience, if you know what I mean.
0: Oh, my gosh. The, the Freedom Convoy is still happening here. Are you serious? Is that a thing? I, yeah. Really? Yeah. It not like
1: Sarnia if, or like I'm, get to put...
0: <laughs> But I'm like what are you protesting? You got like there is no more man. What a what are we I mean, doing like, now?
1: I don't well, in two weeks there's going to be no mandates. So, I mean like it's interesting. So, we I went out to this 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 bar last night and, and the host was like can I see your vaccine passport even though in two weeks it's obsolete and he was like so kind of cranky about it and i was like oh sure and i'm like yeah that's true like what does this even matter anymore like who cares
0: um so our here the vaccine passport is done but we as of monday we don't have to wear a mask how have you been feeling like maskless like because you don't have to wear them in bc right now right
1: no it's you know it's okay I was wasn't wearing a mask in my Uber last night, and I didn't realize I wasn't wearing a mask. And I was like, "Oh, I should wear my mask." Do you still like have to, or is it on? optional? I think it's optional. Uh, in Uber, you have to wear it. So unfortunately, I was like breaking the rules, which is not good. And I think like Uber specifically, I, I definitely want to wear my mask because uh, you know these yeah. drivers are dealing with hundreds of people, and like this is their income. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. why would I take it away from them? Um, but. <clears throat> You no, know, like you go to the liquor store, no one's wearing a mask. I got my haircut, didn't wear a mask. Like it's, yeah, it's like not a thing. Anymore. I think
0: I'm still gonna wear it in super public spaces, like public transit or the supermarket. Um, in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> what do you live in a bathhouse? <laughs> yeah, didn't you know? I moved to Toronto and I moved right into a bathhouse. No.
1: Yeah. There's a couple bathhouses in Toronto, actually. There's a couple of them.
0: There is. I There's Steamworks, which is actually pretty close to me. It's like a few blocks down. Let's talk about that. Have What's your experience with bathhouses?
1: <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's been interesting. I have always told, like, towed the dangerous line of, like, becoming obsessed and steering clear. And I think... So in Vancouver, there's a couple bathhouses. There's one Seamorx here. There's two, actually two Seamorx, and there. there's like one that's in like randomly. So above it's the in, subway. Yeah, there's one above the <laughs> On, subway. But there's by there, numbers. There, there's one in there's one in like a borough called New West, and it's like like daddy vibe, like married okay, men kind yeah. of thing. But um I remember when I first went, I was like 18, super drunk. A bunch of us went, like a bunch of my friends, and 18, 19-ish. Um, it was like three in the morning and we went and I was like wide eyed. I was like, what the fuck? This is like a, this is like a porn set. Like everything Mm -hmm. had, there was was like a fully equipped gym. There was like a full, like shower fantasy moment. There was like the downstairs area was like all black. So it was like really kinky. And like, it was just Mm -hmm. like, I I had never experienced that before. And it was like very voyeuristic. So it was very shy. Yeah. But there was, so that was that. And then I never went for like maybe like five years. And then a good friend of mine would always we would always go out to the bar and then he'd be like hey we're going to the bathos and like i think for like 3 months straight we would party on a saturday and then like right as the club closed we go directly to the bathos and it yeah. was really it was like kind of scary you know what i mean cuz like you're living on the edge like you're these are strangers whatever like the encounters are very very like sexually driven mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> Yeah, so I did that for a couple months and then I just stopped going. I didn't I haven't been in forever because A I've been in relationships and B like that whole fantasy it hasn't really like it hasn't sparked anything for me. So, I think I've like lived it, I've done it. I don't know if I'd ever go back again, but I just I'll never forget the feeling. Oh, and I've done it. I've done it in um Spain. So I've been, I've done it in different mm-hmm. countries. Like I've gone, but it's different. It's different in Europe with bathhouses because it's less like people actually go to the sauna. Like in Europe, people
0: are actually there to relax.
1: <laughs> yeah. They actually, and then, and then they just happen to like, whatever, do whatever yeah. they want to do. So it's less of like, a, I'm going to the bathhouse bathhouse to hook up. They're actually there like getting treatments and then, you know, they all just like massive. And then they just culture. hook up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I remember the last one of the last times I went in Vancouver, it was very like drug heavy. Like there was a lot of mm. squirrely whirlies everywhere. And I think like that kind of like turned me off. I think. I think that's the reason why I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, like you could tell people had been there for like forty six hours, forty eight hours, and
0: you're like, I gotta mm-hmm. go. So that, like, yeah, that's like that's of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, it's interesting, like, the so you talk about, like, voyeurism, like, I think I'm, like, r- realizing that that's something that I, like, really enjoy is, like, watching other people, but maybe not, like, partaking as much. Um, the only experience I've <laughs> had with the bathhouse is it was, like, my birthday, like, four years ago, and we were out on day V, and then all my friends, like, went home but there was two kind of like mutual friends that we ran into the bar and they were like, Oh, we're going to go to the bathhouse. And like, again, it kind of like that, that like excitement of like, Oh, like I've never been like, I'll come with you. We get there and then they're like, Oh yeah. So it's $30 for a locker. And I was like, Oh no, no, I'm not doing this. Like I'm not spending $30 on a locker. So, uh, my frugalness, came into play and i was like you know what this is just not not worth thirty dollars if i'm just gonna go in probably get a little freaked out maybe or maybe
1: freaked maybe freaked on um so wait you have never been so just clarifying you've never been to a bathhouse to a
0: bathhouse negative yeah are you
1: serious oh my god you gotta go
0: you gotta go college street let's do this yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something that, like, I'm sure, like, me and my boyfriend would explore, like, together. Like, I think, like, that sounds, like, hot. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah,
1: there's something, too, about, like, like the dark spaces. It's, like, I don't know. It yeah, be, I mean. You can be whoever you want in those bathhouses, right? Like, you can, like, live into whatever fantasy, which
0: is appealing. Because, yeah, like. When I used to go to, like, those parties in Vancouver and they had the dark rooms, like, I loved it. (laughs) So, wait.
1: The parties in the dark room, tell me more. Like, say more things. Like, is it... Was you talking, like, the Matt Troy parties?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Val parties. Got it. And I... I guess, like, because, well, I started going to those parties and I had, like, a boyfriend at the time, my ex. And so, like, we wouldn't go to the dark rooms and stuff. But then when I started going to those parties when I was single, at first I would just, like, go into the dark room and, like, kind of just, like, watch. And I guess, like, because I'm not that sexual of a person, like, to just be in a room and see people, like, having sex like that was, like it was hop it like it It like scared me a little bit like i was it felt like i was like i shouldn't be watching this like it felt like yeah. very private like you know yeah um and then there was like one new year's that i was like i'm gonna go in i'm gonna like f- you know be out of my comfort zone and like f- try and fool around and you know uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of um dick sucking that night and yeah it felt like it felt like dangerous it felt hot like I was just like moving from one person to the other kind of like thing the part I didn't really like and this is totally like I get it whatever like there has to be consent involved but I guess yeah you can't go up to anyone that you want to like you know fool around with like they have to give consent and I think like I took that though as like a reject like a oh, well, I thought if we're all in here, we we it's just a free-for-all. Mm. But no, it's, like, not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, like, one time this guy was, like, can you please just stop? Like, you have gum in your mouth. Like, I don't – just stop. <laughs> and I was are like, you okay. serious?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, th- there's something, though, about those parties that are controversial, right? Because I think as you speak about yeah. consent, I think, like, there's been rumors and I don't want to like debunk any of them on this, in this yeah, podcast. Wait, yeah, I've but heard I the think, rumors. Yeah, but I think like that plays a big factor into being in those spaces is that like consent is key, and I I don't know it, that party for me doesn't feel safe, so I don't know if I'd ever go and experience mm. that. But I know that I know that they're just opening up um, more of those parties. But uh, when yeah. It's interesting when I was I think, in, it's, it's, it's like, it's still part of our world though. You know, it's like, when I say our world, I think it's still part of like queer culture to have yeah, those hidden spots. But I think now that the conversation is being shifted to, to like, yes, those spots can, there's still validity in having them and people still should go and express themselves in that way. But in this day and age where consent is a non-negotiable, like it hasn't been in the past, like, you know, people are being taken advantage of like forever and Mm. people still are but I think like how do you like how do you walk into those spaces with that in mind versus going in guns a-blazing with the expectation that you can do whatever you want that's I I think it's it's it's,
0: but usually with those parties when there is like a dark room involved they'll post like rules about like there still needs to be consent involved, whether people are not are following those or not, it gets a little blurry, especially to like if people are like fucked up on drugs or whatever, but there needs to be yeah you there needs to be a level of safety and consent, yeah, for sure, yeah, and like you know, just because someone doesn't want to hook up with you doesn't mean there's not a bunch of other people that would want to hook up with you, right like yeah. And it's also like, yeah. you, like
1: you, you, you get in those situations because you want validity, right? Like you want to be feel like you are valid in a way, like you want to feel yeah. wanted. <clears throat> so, but yeah, so wait, when I was in, I just came back from Mexico. We went to Mexico City, and there's this one bar, and it's called Tom's Leather Bar, um, and we tried to get in. Fucked up story. Mexico City is queer. Very, very queer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some spaces are very welcoming. Other spaces, like we are, my boyfriend and I were with her two, two really close friends of ours. Um, and had, they happened to be women, um, mm-hmm. queer, queer women, and they weren't allowed to come into a lot of clubs with us. It was wild. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it was very machismo still yeah. in that sense, but so there's this one bar, it's called Tom's Other Bar. We tried to get in, all of us. They're like, no women allowed, so we're like, fuck it. And then one of the nights, I actually end up like venturing off my, myself and going in. And it's like, you have to like go through this little door, and then you walk in, and it's like, it almost feels like a Tim, it almost felt like a Tim Burton set of someone's mm. house. There was like windy stairs okay. and all that shit. Yeah. But um, they had like naked go-go dancers on the bar top, but then they had this dark room. And so you walk in, in this dark room, but there was no music playing and it was pitch black. And it was probably like, I want to say like 200 square feet packed with people. Like when I say like packs, like my, at any given time, my nose was touching someone else's nose. Mm. All you could hear were like sex sounds and, but you couldn't see anything and everybody was touching each other. It was like, there was no no music in the dark room there was no music. And I think that was like, that was the energy that they wanted where it was like, you just yeah, like, yeah. p-
0: literally it's people raw, wanted,
1: like yeah, yeah. raw meat hitting the wall. And so yeah. it, it it's interesting though. Cause that was also a very like sexual. Uh, and then when I say dangerous, like dangerous in that sense of like, you don't know what's going to happen. It was and Did like, you do yeah.
0: anything or like, did people touch you? I, st- or did I stayed you for people? like,
1: I stayed for like less than five minutes. Cause I was like, Oh, COVID, Um, but yeah, I mean, like I was, I was, I was in it. Um, you jumped
0: on a plane. Okay. I don't think you're scared (laughs) of COVID. Shut
1: up. Shut (laughs) up. Uh, my 17 PCR test later. Um, and yeah, it was interesting though, because it was like, no, anything goes, there's literally no, there's no signs of anything. You just literally had to touch the person to understand what their body was like. You couldn't see anything. Mm. So... I don't know. where I'm going in the story, but anyways, like that's what I that's what I <laughs> faced to Mexico City, and yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't know if I would go back though, like to
0: that. You spot. would wait to that party or to Mexico City? To, I really no. To I, would to go go, I would go. I would go. I would 100% go back to Mexico
1: City. I want to like move there, get married there, do everything there. But um, not to that. Oh that my party. god.
0: Yeah. And wait! Oh my god, James. Your...
1: Wait, James. Should we go what? to a bathhouse together? And should we film a podcast in the (laughs) bathhouse?
0: I think that, yeah, we should just do, like, a live podcast from the hot tub. And we're just not going to... We're just... We'll take guests as they come in. And, yeah, we'll just, like, do, like, our our experience. No, we're not going to do that.
1: Okay. (laughs) Ew, I never set foot in a hot tub in a a
0: bathhouse.
1: In a bathhouse?
0: No. But do you think, like... I've never been, but like my, like my partner was telling me that like in the bathhouse, like like you know people actually hang out in the in the hot tubs and like have conversations and stuff. It can be like a very social thing too. Well, I'd hope so. It's not just like blowjob done. Like
1: I'd hope you like want to get to know the person. It's not.
0: (laughs) Oh, dumb bitch is here. So, So. it's is it like speaking of like places where they reject women. I was in France one time and I was, you know, um. sorry. I don't know. I was going to say. Okay. By the way, wait, did I tell you this already? I'm sorry. I'm going to, have to tangent. I got tickets to go see Countess Louanne's Cabaret. Wait a like, second. You're so all excited. over the map, dude. Listen, you're all just, over
1: the map right now. I,
0: you're my, in France. my thinking was okay, like, so let's start my with thinking France. Was Okay, France, chic say Vie, and that's how I got there anyways. um so yeah, we and I we had gone we'd gone out to like just like straight bars most of the night and then I was like, well, let's try and find any, like a gay space. and we like walk up to this one club that I looked up, and I'm not joking like you knock on this big wooden door and then they it is like classic like medieval mood. there's this tiny little slip that they pull back and mm-hmm. you can just see the person's eyes. Mm -hmm. and then he said and then he looks at me and he looks at the four of us and he goes no women the three of them are not allowed in here Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay and they were like you should go like you should just go in whatever like have your moment and i was like okay and yeah i went in there was maybe like five people in this bar i sat at the bar and like had like talked to this older guy and like had a cigarette whatever and then i went into the back and then in the back there was just like these like little like cubbies almost but like full length and then you go in and then there's like yeah like there's like glory holes in there and like everything like that Mm -hmm. and then i remember like two guys had kind of like come up to me and they started just like kind of like grabbing or touching me a little bit and i got freaked out and i was like no and i left so that was my experience there was just no one at the bar like there was no one at the bar so because
1: there were all the james because they're all the fucking glory hole duh
0: (laughs) no there was no one at the glory holes either like yeah
1: did you go on a wednesday night like what
0: it was weird yeah i i i think like the gate the gay scene in nice is not very nice
1: well because everyone's giving each other blowjobs on boats (laughs) duh everyone's on the i miss
0: i miss that
1: so wait, you got tickets to go see Countess Luann. Oh God. Where are you sitting?
0: Um, I think we're like row H. We're we're pretty close. It's at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. She also was recently Joe, so just the other night, she was kicked out of a gay piano bar because she took a hold of the mic and she was being like belligerent and drunk. And yeah. There's well, a video of it. Drink- There's a TikTok. I'll send it to you. She's drinking again.
1: Fuck. That's sad.
0: She's drinking again, yeah. Luann so is off the wagon. Um yeah. Okay, wait. You wanted to talk to me about what's her face? The bad vegan. Oh my god.
1: Okay, wait, wait. Sarma, Sarma Menglis. If you haven't watched Bad Vegan on Netflix, you need to watch it. It is like it was one of those like three series shows. Or wait, three is, it three shows. is it yeah, a three-parter? Is it a three-parter? And like it it's just weird it's so weird and I think it's like classic fucking classic archaic like what did Gary call it Gary called it like um legacy media where it's like they Mm -hmm. have this like white very white privileged woman talking about how she gets sucked in by this man in this cult she's like a raw vegan like aficionado in new york city in the early 2000s or mid-2000s and then she like marries this random dude and you guys have to watch it anyways it was interesting to watch because like they're like the whole story like the whole storyline is that she's a bad vegan but they're not focusing on the fact that she like is like swindled people she got swindled out of money and then her whole family got swindled out of money because she trusted this con artist but right. they're like glamorizing her in a way you have is she such in it? a She's in it. She's being interviewed in it, but it's almost like this. Look at this poor woman! Like she got swindled out of the money, and it's like, no, she was writing one hundred eighty thousand dollars checks to this guy, right? Because so Cause backstory: she, she had a restaurant. She had a very famous raw food restaurant, hundred percent raw food. She was started this movement. She was like Alec Baldwin. Like there's a story with her and Alec Baldwin. Something going on there before he married Hilaria, but. Essentially, she like was a restauranteur. She's she's a entrepreneur, and so yeah. she's also started like she started a like a to go section of the restaurant where she like did all like juices and all that stuff. Anyways, it just followed her story about how she like her demise essentially getting into crazy debt and then going to jail. But it's interesting how like she's being portrayed as this like innocent woman when in fact. Yeah she was part of it and then yeah there's like there's like weird similarities with her and anna delvey like what like netflix Mm. why are we like it's interesting how like all these like con stories are coming out it's like
0: weird so okay but but i have to say like i am the content that i want to watch these days is about like fraud and like con stuff like the tinder swindler was so fascinating to me um i don't know if you're watching are you are you watching the dropout have you heard of it I ha- no, what's it's about, about it's about um Elizabeth H- Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos are oh, you know that company. Oh my God, she doesn't blink. It's She's crazy. So, it's so good though. Like the story is just so fascinating to me. I would definitely recommend listening to the podcast. And then there's an HBO documentary, and now, um Hulu is doing like a like a mini series on it where Amanda Seyfried plays Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just like fascinated by people who, like. Are so like such a sociopath that they're willing to just like con people and like have, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like this, this, this is the kind of true crime that I am into. I can't like do like murder kind of stuff like that, but this, yeah, fraud. And like I watched this one the other day about like big pharma fraud. Like, yeah, I'm very into it. Definitely recommend the dropout.
1: It like, it, I I end up watching these shows. I just end up screaming at the TV. I'm like, you're fucking so stupid. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you know, it's like, how can you get played like this? And I think I, like, of course, me being a bystander, like, yelling. But I don't know. Like, in, in a situation where it's like someone continuously, like, tells them that they love you or gaslight the shit out of you, are you sitting there writing checks? Are you Are going out getting loans? Like, the Tinder swindler? Yeah, women, but these people,
0: like... like- they want love like so bad right like they're disillusioned by it and like these these con artists like know everything to say so because they're sociopaths gives
1: me the creeps (laughs) that dude gives me the creeps and i feel like he would never be able to even think about it in the states because i feel like in the united states i think more so than in europe like a lot of people are you'd hope a little bit more cautious when someone's Telling you to take a line of credit out, that they're like, yeah, this is a joke. But I feel like in Europe, especially in like the Scandinavian countries, like, do, like, is everyone just really trusting in people? Like, are people just like, I don't know, fall head over heels with people? Like, that's weird to me. (laughs) Like, weird. Did you
0: watch the Tinder swindler? Yeah. Like these girls, like, yeah, I was kind of like when they're not girls, they're women, they're
1: grown women in corporate jobs. Like, they're literally. Went to university, like whatever. Going to university doesn't mean that you're smart. I think, but like, there's at least like some sort of like you you have to have some sort of understanding of common
0: sense, what's right and what's wrong, or like being fucking, like, ugh. Anyway, sorry, one. But they're playing with people's emotions, and it's like, I, cause I remember watching it and being like, how can these girl like these? They're making this girl look like an idiot. But then I'm like, no, I think it just is like they're showing that like these guys know how to play on emotions. They send you one I miss you text and now it's can I have 30 grand and, like I don't know I'm yeah I'm 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 like fascinated by it and fascinated how people like get roped into it yeah it's dark yeah um, okay should we play Mary fuck Hill"? a hundred percent and I want to I want to kick it off. Okay.
1: Okay, James. Mary, fuck, kill. Shyman Levive. Who Anna is Del- that? The oh. tender swindler. Right. Anna Delvey. Bernie Madoff. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace.
0: Okay, I don't know the whole, like, Madoff scandal. Maybe I should look that up. Um, but if you have... But I, mean, I know, if, like... If you have daddy issues... Wasn't he is being perfect. compared to... Kid. Tom Girardi. Like, isn't the Erica Jane case being? It's a Ponzi scheme. He did a Ponzi scheme? Yeah, yeah. he did a Ponzi scheme. Okay, let's see. I would. <laughs> I would marry Madoff. Because, I don't know. I would fuck Simon. And I would kill Anna because she's just so an- annoying. <laughs> I already wired transfer you the money. (laughs) What accent was that? Do you not know those clothes are from Zara? You have no taste. Oh, my God. You're so good at that. You sound German.
1: Maybe a little Chinese, but a little bit more German.
0: (laughs) Abe, there was no Chinese in that. A little bit. The first one. No. Okay. My chair, My chair. Okay. 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 Oh, hold on, I got a thing. Okay, marry, fuck, kill, Luanne de Lesseps, mm-hmm. Ramona Singer, mm-hmm. Sonia Morgan.
1: Oh, I would hundred f- percent marry Sonia Morgan, kill Ramona, <laughs> and fuck Luann. I would hundred percent marry Sonia.
0: Yes, Sonya. yes, yes. I agree with all those. Up. I love Sonia. So Sonia would be such a good time, and you know Luann would be. Like she's probably a firecracker in bed, don't you think?
1: A hundred percent. Probably keeps Perrier water on the side of the bed so that she can drink it at halftime. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I love, I love.
0: Should we end this podcast by singing Countess Luann's um, number eighty nine hit single, You class, buy you class. Elegance, Elegance is love. Nice. This is the this, is the this is the
1: this is the Kygo remix. Elegance is love. Is love. My, my
0: friend, friend. wow okay.
1: that sucks. bye everyone <laughs> we'll see you episode 21 coming in hot from the bathhouse
0: <laughs> live from the bt oh, live no, from oh, the that doesn't B- make sense bh H- live from the bh okay B- bye bye
1: everyone